like a tribe does before this did you really know what live was comprehend to the track force why cuz getting mentions on the tip of the vibe buzz rock and roll to the beat of the funk fuzz wipe your feet really good on the rhythm rug if you feel the urge to freak do the jitterbug come and spread your arms if you really need a hug afrocentric welcome to house of hoops episode 16 it's monday june 1st 2020. I'm Jeff Hausman, coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee. Thank you for listening. It's a plus love as the trial flies high like a dove. Let's introduce the rest of the crew. I got Laddie in studio here with me. Laddie is the host of Laddie, Lucky, and Hope in the Morning on Q107.5. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, Laddie? Birthday week. Birthday week. We'll get there. Bo Brady is with us on the phone. Hey, guys. Hey, Bo. From a smoldering Twin Cities. Yes, Bo is coming to us from Minnesota, where he lives. St. Paul, I believe. St. Paul, yes. Yeah. Right there. Bo is a, my friend of probably 20 years. Glad to have you on today, Bo. Yeah, glad to be here. All right, let's try to have some fun. To my tribe that flows in layers. Right now, Fife is a point sayer. At times, I'm a studio conveyor. Mr. Dinkins, would you please be my mayor? You'll be doing us a really big favor. Boy, this track really has a lot of flavor. When it comes to Rhythm's Quest, is your savior. Follow us for the funky behavior. Make a note on the rhythm we gave you. Feel free, drop your pants, yank your hair. Do you like the garments that we wear? I instruct you to be the obeyer. A rhythm recipe that you'll savor. Doesn't matter if you're minor or major. Yes, the tribe of the game with a player. As you inhale like a breath of fresh air. Folks can reach us on Twitter at House of Hoops. That's H-A-U-S of Hoops. And we're on Instagram at House of Hoops Podcast. Hope y'all enjoy the podcast today.
Thanks for being here, everybody. Yeah. All right. How's everything going? Everybody cool? I don't yeah. know, Bo. Are you good up there? Yeah, we're good. Just curfews and weird stuff going on. Yeah. Riots, protests. The riots appear to be over. They have put a curfew in the past two nights. Yeah. And, uh, what was that? Ugh, what this I'm drinking on. <laughs> I'm way too embarrassed. He doesn't like it. It's, you're drinking a chick drink. I am drinking a chick. Barefoot? They make cloth. wine. They make wine, Barefoot does, but this is some hard seltzer, and it's strawberry and guava, <laughs> and it tastes like garbage. God. I don't know if it's you a want beer? <laughs> Probably, but maybe it's because I brushed my teeth before I came, but this is some hot garbage, man. How do girls, they drink this shit to gain, lose weight, huh? I don't know. My girlfriend bought it. Probably lose weight. I mean, the 15th sip doesn't suck, but. <laughs> anyway, let's get back on track. Bo, you say everything's all right in your part least, of town where you're at. Yeah, our, our neighborhood's, you know, more or less fine. Uh, about a mile from here, just north of the, the interstate, uh, the one of the interstates that they marched on yesterday, they totally decimated a, the business district up there. Yeah. You know, it's like anchored anchored by a gentrified target. It's along the light rail. They burned down a Napa auto parts store, UPS store, hmm. burned a foot locker, burned a TJ Maxx, burned an auto zone, looted all this stuff. Hmm. Uh, you know, broke into the goodwill. I hope they got themselves some nice coffee mugs. <laughs> hmm. uh, How far do you live from downtown where all that happened off Lake Street? Uh, from Lake Street, if I rode my bike to Lake Street, it's about five miles. Wow. Yeah, that's close. Right in but the middle like of the it. stuff in St. Paul is just a mile away. Mm. Wow. So, I mean, like, were you scared? Were you worried? I mean, you, you know. I mean, you got a um, family there. I don't know where you live. Do you live in the suburbs? Do you live in downtown? I mean. I live in, like, kind of like almost like the Central Gardens of St. Paul, but it's like four times the size of Central Gardens. Okay. So just like in the middle of the city. Of it's like in the middle yeah. of the city. Okay. Yeah. So it could have eventually gone to your house if. Well, they, I think they were messing around. Really... Yeah, it, it seemed to me. Sorry, but it was it not like mostly businesses. They weren't really running yeah, around it wasn't ransacking like, houses or anything. Where right, they were right. in Minneapolis, it's 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 much more mixed stuff. Uh, but it was mainly just businesses. Yeah. And even if it had like, let's say it had gone to. Uh, into a residential area, you know, there's so many single family homes. It's just the, the odds are so, so slim just by numbers. Sure. So, I mean, I was anxious and I was listening to the police scanner, but mm-hmm. you know, I felt, I felt like the odds of something happening to my house or my neighbor's house was, you know, relatively low. Yeah. Well, I'm glad everybody's okay. Nobody got caught up in anything. Yeah. yeah like there's the past two nights when we've had the curfew, you know, someone's been driving around setting off fireworks and stuff, which is, you know, it's not, it's not funny, but people are reacting and calling 911 on what's clearly a firework. It's, yeah. You know, you know, it's a tough situation. And I don't know if, I mean, I understand why people are violently protesting. I get it. They're trying to draw attention to the situation. I don't, yeah, it's tough, man. You know, a lot of people that are causing the problems aren't necessarily the protesters in a way. No, a lot of, I, I, you know, I don't know if, 
how you know how true this is. Mm-hmm. But the mayor of St. Paul said that that he said a hundred. He he was told a hundred percent of the protesters are arrested. Like Thursday and Friday, we're all from out of state. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if he's. You know, like I said, I don't I don't know what that, that yeah. means. Well, he's but get, you know, yeah. I do think that there are some people that like to protest and be violent, and also they're probably professional looters that have now left the Twin Cities and gone to Chicago or wherever. Memphis. So that's where we live. And then last night, a whole bunch of stuff come, came out that said that there were people supposedly coming to Memphis to start stuff. And so, I mean, we had some stuff last night happen, but uh, obviously nothing like where you live. Yeah. it. I mean, it. it's it's tough. I mean, you see, if you watch the video, that, that cop just had his knee on his neck. And then there's an independent autopsy that the family did. And that independent autopsy said that he, he died from a asphy- asphyxiation, you know, from that. Yeah, that's terrible, man. Yeah, that just the, came medical, out. the medical examiner said, you know, con- something contrary to that. So. Yeah, it's, a, it's abusive, excessive, inhumane use of force. And it's it's been going on a long time. But now everybody's got a camera. And these cops are under the microscope. They can't get away with it like they used to. I don't think this is a new thing. And that's where all the anger comes from. People are fed up with it. People are sick of it. You know, those cops, they fucked up. And you could say it's a lot of things. You could say it's bad training. You could say you could say they're just bad cops. I, you know, they, they don't speak for everybody. They're not every cop. It's just a once in a while you hear of some bad story or Somebody screwed up, and what was this guy's? He was it was, he was a suspect in a nonviolent crime. I mean, what? Yeah. What kind of sense does it make to have three people laying on this guy's back and neck? It just doesn't make any sense. And it was just the the, the saddest thing I've seen in a long time. Uh, I don't like watching stuff like that on social media or whatever. But you know, you feel I felt obligated to actually sit and watch it. Just to know what happened because uh, do, do you really want to stand by and be in the dark on this and not have any idea what's going on? No, that's not the right reaction. The right reaction is to speak up for folks like George Floyd and it's fucked up, man. It's terrible. There's no excuse. You know, I mean, what is it going to take for this kind of shit to stop for people to start holding each other accountable? Right. Like, Here's the flip side too, which is so weird. I don't want to say flip side, but like this dude died. This guy murdered him basically in front of everybody. It's yeah, on camera. It's murder. It, it, it's a fact. It's exactly what it is. But now, what are you talking about? You're not talking about let's try to find change for this situations and things like that for this injustice. It's well, and this they were shooting and looting over in this city, shooting and looting in this city, and all this. So now it the it, it, it's changed. Do you know what I'm saying? It went from this is the situation. These are this is what we need to talk to about, and that's the saddest part about it. You know, a lot of things are understandable, and people are acting in certain ways because they're pissed off, and they have all reason to. But now, instead of being like, "Hey, you know, we need to figure this out about why this is happening, how we can, you know, fix this, and damn near make sure it doesn't happen again," to yeah. now we're talking about something completely different. Well, now we're all on lockdown. Well, guess what? We were on lockdown because of the coronavirus. Well, now we're on lockdown because of this. Now we have a curfew because of the coronavirus. Well, now we have a curfew because of this. 
And the whole message is being, it's just not there. Do you know what I'm saying? What message? Well, it's, it's the fact that, or the reasoning why this is going on because oh. of George Floyd. It's, it's yeah. This is the reason why. Yes, we get that. But now it's like the news isn't about change because of his passing. It's, oh, fires are burning here. Fires burning here. It's look at the destruction oh, right. the cities do to it. You know what I'm saying? And well, instead of like. The, the destruction is drawing attention to the initial issue. Right, right. Thinking about it, but the initial issue is getting buried. I don't know. To a point. Yeah, I don't. I haven't seen it get buried. I've seen it uh, like a lot of people look like they're out there causing trouble just because they. Oh, I don't know. I see. There's too many people walking around with phones trying to record shit. It's just weird. Yeah. Well, like, it, why are you doing this? Are you doing this for well, yourself? People, well, they, like Friday night, they were gonna the protesters were gonna try and come went from Minneapolis over the Mississippi River into St. Paul, and we were watching like a, some guy's YouTube stream of him with the protesters while they were trying to like, you know, storm the bridge into St. Paul. St. Paul, I had the, the police scanner listening to that and then watching these guys and they they just got tear gassed and rubber bulleted and they went back into Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like that guy has a YouTube channel. He's trying to profit off of this. Right. Well, exactly. But let me ask you this though. For the past two months, everybody's been locked up in their house. So everyone's already upset. Everyone doesn't want to be there. Now this happens in this it, it, I mean, it, it's a reason to get out of your house for sure. And I think people are taking advantage of that. And, oh, absolutely. And, and I think that's, like I said, that's kind of what I'm saying is that these people just, well, we'll just go out and do this because of, yeah. Instead of like the real reasoning is, hey, man, this is the reason. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if I, there's a bunch of 17 to 25-year-olds out there right now. Me and Jeff are just talking about this. There's about 15, 17 to 25-year-olds being like, all right, let's go. I can get out of the house. I can do this. But no, hold on. We, we still have a pandemic going on, but now let's just go over ahead and do this. And I think everyone's emotions are messed up from the get-go is sure. what I'm trying to Absolutely. say. So, so there's a lot of different reasons why. Sure. Absolutely, yeah. I saw some totally decent, peaceful protesting going on in Memphis. I was very proud of our city, the way they reacted in the initial protesting phase. They protested at the Lorraine Motel. And if you don't know, that's where Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated. And it was nice. It was a nice uh, protest. Everybody was basically just, from what I saw, telling each other that they love each other and to treat each other with respect and to watch your people, like watch your family watch your friends watch your co-workers you know that's what it takes for this kind of thing to stop is people police policing themselves and parents parenting their children and friends being good friends to each other you know not letting this shit continue this racism and violence it's 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 got to stop one way or another. It it may never, but it's up to our it's up to us. It's up to you and the person next to you. It's up to us what we do with it from here. You mm-hmm. know what we do with the situation from here. Um, I'm not a like a therapist or what psychologist. A psychologist. I'm not a like this isn't my field, so maybe I shouldn't really be speaking on it too much. But I just, I can't be one of those, I can't be a person that just sits back and just ignores it. 
Right. So it's just, it's not okay. And if you don't talk about it, you're just as bad as people doing it. Mm-hmm. The way I see it. Nice I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not. <laughs> we started this podcast just to talk about the NBA, <laughs> man. You know? And, but this is, this is the reality of our life right now is that there is no NBA. And these things are happening in our life. So uh, why not share? We have the platform. We have the, we have our group here. We have us three. And I actually, uh, not to change the subject or anything, but uh, me and Bo got together one night and we, uh, we started a House of Hoops hotline. <laughs> and this is something that anybody can call from anywhere and talk to us about what's going on in your life. Talk to us about what's going on in sports, hoops, whatever. This is a free, open hotline to get to us, and we can have a conversation about things that are issues in your life, or, you know, if it's fantasy basketball, we can talk about it. It doesn't matter. It can be anything. We encourage people to call. And that number, for anybody that's interested, is area code 901 300 6575. You can even call it and cuss us out if you want. Yeah, I don't <laughs> care. I'll take it. If that happens, we have to play that. <laughs> I can handle it. <laughs> Does it I mean, it, you leave messages, but can we record the messages? I don't know. I don't want to promote any kind of trolling, but you know, <laughs> I can handle it. I might be doing the trolling. Yeah, Laddie called this afternoon and left me some. Terrible message. It, it was horrible. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Bo recorded the message. I thought it was great. So I left it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> that's the number. It's 1 800. Uh, it's 901 6575. I just tried to pick a number that was easy to remember. Yeah. We encourage call ins. Um, what else has been going on up there in Minnesota, Bo? Uh, you know, this, we've been pretty consumed by this for the last, literally last week. Mm-hmm. We have a softer curfew tonight. It starts at 10 PM and then ends at 4 AM. Yeah. I think we have a curfew. What is it? 10 PM, Laddie? Yeah. It's 10, yeah. 10 o'clock tonight. It's 10 o'clock. Yeah. They've boarded up like every business is boarded up around here. Yeah. Dude, all, they boarded crazy. in like Germantown, Saddle Creek area, they boarded up the Apple store over there. Yeah. And um, I saw something, and I don't know how true it is. You know, you see all this shit on, online and all over the internet, and it's it's just basically somebody writing something and like, oh, it's true, you know. But they're talking, it said, and I hate I'm repeating this, but it said Antifa's coming in Memphis, and they're going to hit the suburbs. And they targeted Saddle Creek. So that's why the only, and actually, the Apple store that we have here is one of the only Apple stores in like a, I don't know, like a 50, hundred mile radius or something. Yeah, no, it's, it's the only one. So they, so they decided to take all their stuff, merch out, whatever. And then, uh, they put up stuff, but I, I don't know if any of that's true, you know? Yeah. I didn't look into that. I heard about it. I was at work last night. Yeah. I was asleep. My dad actually called me at work. He's like, I, I need you to call me. And I was like, all right. I mean, I'm, busting my ass at work right now what's up he's like i don't know if you heard and i was like oh man i i, I can't worry about that yeah like i can't I, I got other fish to fry right now 
you know it's like i haven't seen any problems or any violent behavior <clears throat> and i live in the city i haven't seen anything um there, I, I don't i haven't been around any protesting though but i've been around a lot of people mm-hmm. and i haven't seen anything and and i i don't know i guess you worry you can there's nothing wrong with being prepared if some something's good bad could happen but i'm not going to sit around and worry about it either oh wow i can't even go to work tomorrow <laughs> it says too early hell yeah it says mayor jim strickland announced 10 o'clock to 6 a.m curfew <laughs> well listen lady that doesn't apply to people on their way to and from work it applies to people out doing recreational things well the way i'm reading it is it just says 6 a.m that no. means i get to start the show at seven o'clock <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's not what curfews mean. You're excused. No, it means if you're going to work. You're not excu- you're not excused if you're not essential. Right. Well, so like you have to be you have to you know, it says that it just says that right underneath that it says uh essential workers and those having medical emergencies are exempt from risk of arrest if found violating this curfew. Okay, you may want to call your boss and talk to him about it. I don't know. No, we're essential. We're, we're essential. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you are. You're media. Yeah, <laughs> look, I'm just trying I to get to. Work. I'm just trying to stay up a little later on tonight. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. that's all I'm trying, I'm trying to, to do. Just looking for the easy way out. <laughs> hey, every once in a while, I had a tough week this week, dude. Oh, I had yeah. a bir- birthday week and all that. Letty did have a birthday. Yeah, He's on a lighter side of some news, I guess. Super old. <laughs> I'm old as dirt. So old. He's older than us, Bo. <laughs> mm. How old are you, Bo? Um, I'm my 38. I'll be 39 this October. I'm 40. You call me sir from now on. <laughs> <laughs> I need respect. Damn it. Uh, a little later on, I will tell a funny story about my birthday, which is kind of funny. Yeah. I don't want to spend too much time on one thing, but I think it's important for us to talk about it. <sighs> I mean, where I live, you know, it's a pretty violent city. But I don't see it as having anything to do with race. I just see it as there's just crime everywhere. I don't look at people and assume they're criminals just because of their race. I mean, if somebody approaches me on the street that I don't know, black, white, Hispanic, doesn't matter. Like, I'm going to be skeptical just because there's so much crime in my city. I, I don't know you. Why are you approaching me? You know, that's just kind of how it has to be sometimes around here. Yeah, a little later at night, you know, it's some some guys approaching me in the parking lot. Doesn't matter what race they are, man. Really doesn't. I'm gonna be skeptical. Doesn't matter what they're dressed like. It just doesn't matter at all. And I thought it was great, as violent as this city can be. How uh, beautiful our protesting was this weekend. Uh, I don't know. I think there was some violence that happened. I haven't had time to watch any news or anything. All I've seen was the peaceful stuff, really. I was I was at work all weekend. That's all I did was work. Uh, I'm actually looking right here. Uh, arrest totals. Memphis police say 31 people were arrested during last night's protest downtown. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't, uh, to a point, I don't think you need to be arresting all those people you know i mean i don't know i don't know what they did i don't know what they did i have no clue what's going on but like mm-hmm. come on man you know like just yeah Bo, i'm, I'm interested i want to know more okay so, so when you're uh 
I mean, what night did all of this start? Was it Thursday night? Uh, my timeline's a, off the top of my head is a little. I guess it was Wednesday. Okay. I feel like is when they burned the police station down, or was that Thursday? I know I stayed up really late Thursday night thinking about all this. That's all I I remember. I don't. Yeah, Thursday. I, I feel like Thursday is when they went into St. Paul and okay. went crazy. Yeah, and your initial thoughts are, uh, you know, not surprised. A little bit of, you know, disappointed that the protests turned in that direction. And, you know, mm-hmm. people taking advantage of the situation. But also, mm-hmm. I mean, I think though the, the process ex- escalated that there needed to be protests because the racial inequalities for black versus white are just, it's just obvious. Like even in the coronavirus crisis, the pandemic, like the coronavirus is impacting African-Americans way, way more than mm-hmm. than white folks. I, uh... I was at the house and a friend of mine sent me a link and it was to, I forgot what it was, but it was basically like this guy was going live, right? And he was walking, he was outside that police precinct and man, he went in with this camera and he was talking about it and I was like, dude, that is crazy, man. Going in there, you know? Like they said, I mean, he gave you the play-by-play and everything and then I turn around and someone's got fireworks going off and I'm not talking like black cats and like poppers. I'm talking about Fourth of July explosions, you know? Mortar oh, yeah, balls. Huge ones. Mm. That's crazy. Mortar balls and shit. Yeah, yeah. You're just kind of like, what in the world is happening right yes. now? It re- really reminded me. Remember the scene in Back to the Future 2 where it's the alternative 1985? <laughs> and he goes to, he goes to the, the tower, which is Biff's oh, right. the casino. But like it's going lawless. Right. You go outside and people are just doing whatever outside. It just what it looked like. Trying to draw attention, man. I yeah. think that was the oh, main we- plan. We do have Biff in the White House, so. <laughs> yeah, it's weirdly, weirdly ironic. What did they What did they say about that precinct getting burnt down? Like, what did the mayor say? Uh, you know, I haven't followed the Minneapolis mayor too closely, specifically what, what his comments have been. But, you know, I think that they needed, they should have let that happen right away. They needed, Minneapolis police needed to take their medicine. Well, they evacuated the building. Yeah. Yeah, so there's video there was, of the cops all pulling out of there. It, it was, was crazy. Yeah, it was fucking emptied out for a reason. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty wild. I remember hearing about it. I was very worried about you, Bo. You know, initially, I'm glad you're okay. I'm glad everything's okay. I I saw yeah, some thanks. I saw some weird shit on social media. I sent you a lot of those clips. I mean, the police being very aggressive uh, to people on their own home properties. That's where. That's when yeah, I started getting a, worried. Wait, what? Did, what happened? What did well, they? they were doing it to their own home. Well, they were like outside of their, like on their. They like these people that were these, these police were clearly they were like back up to Lake Street where all those stuff went down, and so they were in a residential neighborhood that backed. I'm assuming it backed up to Lake Street. The, the clip, and the police were in the street, you know, making sure that this people were obeying the curfew, and these people stepped outside to just kind of look at the police and they look like protesters whether or not they were they were you know early 20s with masks on and whatever and the cops said get inside get inside and they didn't get inside and so they hit them with you know whatever those paint i don't know if they're not paintballs Some but something paint cans or something yeah yeah it was just really weird first mm-hmm. the tank they were just, first the tank rolls down the street and then yeah, like and then like uh, 
40 cops come running through like cockroaches telling everybody to get in their homes. I don't know. I thought you could stand on your porch on your property. That was really strange to me. That's when I started getting a little more worried about you. What was going on yeah, there? I, I think they, I mean, presumably you can be in your outside on your property, but I think they want you inside. They don't want you, they don't want people visible. But to use violence yeah. to get their point across, I thought was well, wrong. Well, non-lethal tactics, but yeah. yeah I just I don't mean, like it, you know. You're on, you're, uh, like, you're not in the street, you're not vandalizing a building or anything. You're on your porch and the cops are getting aggressive like that. What if, what if, I'm just curious, What are, do you have any general thoughts on the Minnesota Police Department? Like, have you had any interactions with the police there? Um, I, you know, I'm, I have not had any interactions with them. Well, you're not, uh, you know, they, a, you're not a 20 year old kid running around with a skateboard anymore either, though. <laughs> no, I'm definitely not that. <laughs> um, I mean, I still skate. I was at the skate park and. Well, I mean, Lock we, used up. To, we used to have run-ins with the cops all the time when Lock them up. we were in our 20s out skateboarding in the streets and whatnot. Ooh, yeah, but I'm a white kid and I, I can I can read people pretty good and I can talk my way out of most situations. Yeah, yeah. that's always been our advantage was our ability to talk our way out of things. <laughs> so did you, so? Like, do you, I mean, we're just skateboarding. We'll get out of here. No yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Right, right. Do y'all want to go full circle to make this? But I have seen cops and security guards get very aggressive um, in my time. I'm sorry, lady. No, you're good. You want to you want to go full circle to make this 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 protest be about basketball? Breaking news: sure. Justin, former Grizzlies player Lester Hudson, arrested last night during the protest. Okay, that just came out. Yeah, uh, I guess he's not playing in China right now. Right. Let me see here. It just came out. It says, yeah, he's a Miffian. 35-year-old Lester Hudson. Yeah, he was, Yeah, he's from here. Yeah, yeah he's from here. Uh, arrested and charged with disorderly conduct, resisting official detention, unlawful carrying, or possession of a weapon. It says Hudson, a native Memphian, uh, has played for the Grizzlies, Celtics, Washington Wizards, and Cavaliers. He played ball at Southwest Tennessee. I love how they said he played college ball at Southwest Tennessee Tech, UT Martin, um, protest, and yada, yada, yada downtown. And, and that, that was it. Yeah, I don't know how to say. Where, where, where out, was he? Was he in was he in Memphis? He's in Memphis, yeah. He was arrested downtown. It said uh okay. the protests from Saturday night left some business windows vandalized, other than that. Like okay. it was okay, but he was, he was uh, yeah, I heard that maybe there were groups of people leaving the peaceful protests at the Lorraine. Yeah. And they kind of got a little out of control. I had heard that. I've seen some damage, but like I said, I haven't seen a whole lot of news to really speak on it. There's a Lester Hudson's mugshot on the Shelby County website. Yeah. Hmm. Um, have you guys seen the circulating video of J.R. Smith? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, I did see that. I guess they were vandalizing his vehicle, and he just went having it. Some di- some dude busted the windows out. He's a his, white kid. Yeah, busted his busted his windows out, and he went right. Out. I don't blame him. What's the matter with you? I just but, I don't. But, that, but that's what I'm saying, though. That that's what I'm saying. This kid's out here just causing shit because he's been locked up for two weeks or excuse me, two months in his oh, house because I mean, this Corona shit. You're speculating that's why he's doing it. I, well, you're you're right, but look, I mean, but I'm just saying people are so so fucked right now, and, and and I'm not saying everybody, but like I mean, people are using this as an excuse to go out and do bad shit. Well, and it's making the actual protesters that aren't being violent look very bad. Right. I mean, this dude, 
his car was on the side of the street, man, of like his house or yeah, whatever yeah. he lived. Like it was just, it wasn't doing anything. His car didn't do anything. And some kid just walks up and starts busting his windows. Yeah. I think that's like a, I think that happens a lot uh, because it's like a smash and run, you know, yeah, yeah. you just smash some shit and then you run. It's like it's fucking bullshit. Yeah. And, and it's cowardly. Yeah. Then you get beat down by the dude. Yeah, like it's good for so, him. It's just what happened. Six, six <laughs> shooting guard, J.R. Smith caught your ass doing it. You deserve that beat down. I, I hope nothing comes of back to Jr. in a bad way. But I mean, yeah, not. he shouldn't be reacting that way though. One, you've got too much to lose. Two, that kid's half your fucking size, and you're he's laying on the ground, and you're kicking the shit out of him. Like, yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, his agent came out. I forgot what his agent said, but his agent came out and, and talked about it for a little bit. Yeah, that was just look like just rage. JR is just mad. Hell yeah. He's he's mad because the kid, some young punk ass white kid, and he's smashing up his car. It's like, motherfucker, like, <laughs> I'm a black man. You're smashing my shit for a cause that is that black lives matter. Like, motherfucker, like, you have no right. Like, you're out of your lane, you know? Yeah. Do you have any other uh, interesting aspects of what's going on up there in minnesota no i i think it's though it's a progressive city minneapolis the black population has been pretty minimized and looked over and yeah and then i've read something that a a lot of the minneapolis cops like 90 percent of them don't even live in minneapolis Mm -hmm. so you know there goes some of that progression on the police force like they're you know like that guy looked like a total just looking at him, he looked like a redneck type. Yeah. Who? Well, the cop. Well, uh, Derek, yeah. whatever his name is. The the bad part to me is that he thinks he's protected. He thinks he can get away with it. Yeah. And so maybe this will be a message to. Hopefully, this will be a message to other police officers that you cannot just do whatever you want anymore. This kind of shit won't stand. Right. Did you see that the guy's wife is divorcing him? Good. It came out today. I mean, too. why wouldn't you? Yeah. You want to be associated with that shit for the rest mm, of your life? The know. woman that stood by him, like that like I couldn't imagine. Oh, yeah. No way. Hey, he's gonna lose everything. Yeah. Oh, he's gonna go to prison. Hey, do they have the death penalty up there? No way. No, uh, they don't. <laughs> you're thinking of Texas, where you Texas. Like, where you're from. Man, dude, I'm telling you, they <laughs> shoot shit like that, you'll go front of the line. They don't care. You get a you get express pass. Not so sure that's the answer either. But, you know, <laughs> that's that's politics, and I don't want to get into all that. But that's kind of the whole thing. Is like an eye for an eye is not always the right way, right? Like uh, just because some shit got fucked up doesn't mean you go fuck up some shit. Like I don't know. I I, I get why it's happening. It's to raise awareness and it's protesting. It's what it is. You want people to you want people to see what the problems are i mean that's the american way like if shit isn't right we protest we get things going in the right direction yeah here it is it says she wants it she doesn't want a dime from him (laughs) that's what she just said good for her yeah it says she the only thing she wants from him is her name back uh she listed may 28th (laughs) three days after the killing she knew it happened and she was like man i'm out this motherfucker dude good for her yeah, she's smart. She sounds smart, man. I would 
distance myself from that whole situation too. If if somebody I knew, I couldn't. I, I first of all, I don't know people that would react that way. I know police officers in Memphis, folks that I grew up with, folks that I've known, hung out with for a long time, and they would never. I couldn't imagine ever seeing them act that way or allowing somebody that they work with to act that way. I couldn't imagine. I mean, for every cop like that, every son of a bitch like this guy, there's thousands of good ones, I promise. You know, there's hundreds of thousands, I'm sure. And then right here it says, Seattle cop accused of macing little girl. Like, dude, this whole reason is because cops are fucking with people. And why are you down? <laughs> yeah. You know, just just don't it's do it. Lack just, of self control. Right. Bad training and thinking you're above the law and what is this little girl gonna do to you? You know, like what like why there's no reason to be like doing anything. The cop took the wrong damn approach, it sounds like. Instead of having a conversation, he resorted to violence. Uh, I don't know, man. It's a, it's, it's not gonna be solved swiftly. But hopefully over time we can get this shit back in order. The NBA is kind of, some people in the NBA are forming a uh, a committee, a racial injustice and reform committee. And it's headed by a bunch of NBA coaches. The Hawks coach, Lloyd Pierce, is leading the way. Uh, he's got Steve Kerr on his side. He's got Greg Popovich, uh, J.B. Bickerstaff. Oh, yeah. Uh, Fisdale, David Fisdale. Um, I think there's more than that. I, I can't remember any of the other names off the top of my head. Hopefully, that'll be some sort of like fundraising, speaking out on behalf of victims. That hope, you know, like things like that are what you need. Big time players to speak out, you know, mm -hmm. uh, big time players in society to speak out. Uh, we saw Jordan put a statement out basically saying that he felt bad about what was happening and it needs to stop. I'm, I'm super paraphrasing that. But, you know, it's good to see people speaking out, especially people that don't typically speak out. Like, we don't hear from Jordan on these kinds of things ever. So, yeah, I think uh, when the dust settles here, I think there's going to be some, some lead way into some positivity. Right. And hopefully right. some lessons fucking learned on all ends from both sides of this. I don't know if there's anything else we can really say. Everybody be safe out there, you know? Watch out for each other. It's tough. Let's see. Uh, earlier this week, if we can change gears at all. I mean, if we need to come back to this, we can. That's fine. But to change gears, did you guys watch the SpaceX NASA launch? Yes, I did. That was kind of cool. The timing was very diversion-like, but I think that was planned for years. I don't think that was anything to do with, you know, George Floyd or Corona. coronavirus. But God, I hope not. But that was kind of cool. Like um, That was real cool privatizing space travel is the next step here they're gonna need restaurants on mars i'll go do you believe we're gonna <laughs> colonize mars what is it bezos wants to go to the moon what do you think and we're gonna musk wants to go to mars yeah do you think we're <laughs> gonna colonize any of that 
I think it could happen, maybe not in our lifetime. Uh, maybe not the moon. <laughs> Isn't it it's always made, it's made of cheese. daylight? What? It's made Isn't of it always daylight on the moon? Uh, I don't know. Does that matter? Well, the the moon's orbits Earth, right? Yeah. So no, it's. I mean, obviously, it's dark at times. I guess the Earth yeah. eclipses the moon. It's like Alaska. <laughs> It'll yeah. be like dark for like five months. Yeah, and then probably. Like, light for I don't like know. another six. Jeez, I wish I was a scientist. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, but does that matter? Does it matter if it's light or dark? Because or? everything would be built like a indoor, like a bubble, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Like it would be, be a greenhouse. Yeah, it would. Be like, <laughs> it would it'd have yeah. to be. We'd have to bring our so own soil and shit. The moon always has 50% of its surface lit by the sun, except during a lunar eclipse. Okay. Uh, I just thought it was interesting. Uh, there's a monumental that was history thing that happened there, I think. It's a first step, you know. And just changing the way we go into outer space. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They said that, like... And it was a success. Yeah. So far. Well, and then when the rocket goes up and then the part of it like disbands or whatever, mm-hmm. it go automatically flies back to the ground yeah, yeah. and then lands or whatever. Absolutely, like that is awesome. And then Musk, it's goes, reusable, right? Elon Musk said, uh, he said, when you have like seven forty seven, he's like, what do you do? Just let it fly once and throw it away? He's like, no. He's that's, like, that's what NASA's done forever, forever. You know how much money they've? I don't want to say wasted, but trillions. Just reuse, you know, just build another one. Sure, it's like. Okay, why don't you just maybe fix it and probably save a little bit of cash? Yeah, that's his whole thing. Is that it's reusable and it can be used over and over and over commercially. Yeah. To send people up, get them, bring them, bring it back, send them up, bring it back, send them up. What I thought was cool <laughs> was to have like the two females who were in space, and one of the ladies was in there for like the longest time anyone, like okay. over a year. Yeah, and like listening to her talk about it and just like this is what's what they're doing right now how they're feeling and all that yeah and then they they said like how do you feel about us going in there and these dudes are gonna be up there for a while she was like yeah mm-hmm. like that's the reason why we do this is we're trying to colonize out outer space somehow yeah and she said man all comers are welcome every country any anybody just let's go let's make this thing happen i thought that was really cool sign me up they're gonna need podcasts and in mars would you go to space sure why not bo would you go to space uh, I'm. Bo's got a family now. Okay, would you yeah. bring your family to space? You can't just <laughs> take not. off. Yeah, no, you got, you got too much shit going on here. But you know, I can't even go to the grocery store anymore. <laughs> <laughs> can't do shit. <laughs> I got nothing to lose. I mean, you got to pay my bills while I'm gone. Other than that, like the like somebody's gonna have to pay the bills. I don't know. Are they gonna need like a? pizza restaurant or anything Hell yeah up there like yeah could be the only pizza place on mars <laughs> they're gonna need pizza and podcasts <laughs> pizza and podcasts that's what you need to call your place they're gonna need those things i think it's cool i, I, I think, think it's great i think they're gonna try to get up there but what are they gonna do when the aliens come crash the party you're calling the <laughs> They're going to crash the party, yeah. They're calling the Avengers, man, or the Guardians of the Galaxy, dude. I don't know. We don't know what's out there. That's all I'm going to say on that. Do you believe believe that something else is out there? I've been a believer for most of my life. Yeah. What about you, Bo? Yeah, there's no way there's not. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Even if it's just some sort of 
tiny life, tiny life form. Right? There's got to be some. There's something bacteria growing somewhere. Yeah. Even if that's sure. just the extent of it. Yeah. But it's not. <laughs> <laughs> that was really cool, though. Whatever. All right. Let's move on to Laddie, your birthday. Oh hell yeah. We can talk about that. You you had like a way better birthday than I did. <laughs> Why you say that? Because my birthday was in the middle of the damn quarantine. Oh right, right. <laughs> I was. I'm, I'm on the the end of it. I guess. Yeah, you it's are. over. Apparently, it's over. Yeah, it sure looks that way. So Bo doesn't know this story, but this is pretty good. So yeah, tell so, us. Let's hear it. <clears throat> okay, so my birthday was Wednesday. I'm 40 years old. Yes, yes, yes. So anyways, it's a milestone. Yeah, it's a big birthday. It's, it's, it's a big one. And so I realized that the way that it was going to work, we were here in Memphis was going to be on the tail end of phase two, maybe phase three to where basically restaurants are open. Okay. Um, at least 25 capacity or, you know, 50% capacity, whatever. So I was pretty pumped about that. So anyway, what Friday, Friday, I get a call from, one of my coworkers, one of my salespeople. And the first thing she says is, Hey, happy birthday. How was that grateful dead cake you got for your birthday? And I was like, <laughs> what grateful dead cake for my birthday? <laughs> and she was like, well, when is your birthday? Then you did. And I was like, yeah. She's like, well, when is it? And I was like, um, it was Wednesday. She's like, Oh, and you didn't get a cake. I'm like, no, <laughs> she goes, Oh, well maybe it was another laddie who loves the grateful dead. That's turning 40. Maybe it was his cake, and I go, I want to meet this motherfucker. <laughs> mm-hmm. So apparently she knows the people at the bakery. Uh-huh. That's how the whole thing was. Okay. She went in there and talked to them, and they said, oh, laddie from the radio station you work at, it's his birthday. Someone, I guess, made him a cake, yada, yada, whatever. Okay, okay. <clears throat> okay, so that's how <clears throat> she knows. <clears throat> so I'm pissed at this point. <laughs> I'm pissed because, like, my girlfriend said that she was going to get me a cake, you know, and Wait, that why was are it. you mad? Don't be mad. Well, well because I'm going be mad about something you never had. Uh, th- that's true. But still, it's like, <laughs> dude, you kind of ruined the surprise. Like, oh, right. I knew that I was going to get a cake. I didn't know what it was going to be of. That's okay, though. Well, right. But still, I'm like, well, shit. Okay, well, that sucks. You know, now I have to pretend <laughs> to be surprised. Yeah, it Aww. did suck. Oh. So anyways, right. <laughs> so then we go to like eat. We go to Texas Day, Brazil. We right. go there. I eat that damn place out. <laughs> and... Towards the end of the meal, she says, my girlfriend says, hey, um, make sure you save room for dessert. And I'm like, okay, cool. Now, I didn't tell her I knew about the cake. <laughs> so oh, okay. I'm, I'm waiting, and all of a sudden, the girl goes, okay, well, we have banana fosters. We have this. We have that. And I'm like, well, it doesn't matter what I say. She's bringing out this goddamn Grateful Dead cake. <laughs> she comes out with, like, this chocolate mousse piece of cake. <laughs> I go, awesome. That's great. I guess I'll eat that. I'll eat it. And so I'm sitting there in the back of my head like, what happened to the cake? Like, what's going on? Right. Smokey, you play with my emotions. So finally, we're on the way back home. And I just kind of like, so what happened with the cake that you said you were going to get me? She's like, oh, I wasn't able to get it for you. (laughs) She said the the bakery was backed up doing graduation. Yeah, yeah. You're talking about your girlfriend here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My girlfriend, Yeah. yeah. And doing graduation stuff. Okay, cool. They were they were busy. I wasn't able to get the cake. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, this girl probably got her information. My coworker probably got her information confused, yada, yada. Sure. So then the next day, uh, 
a friend of mine calls me up and he's like, Hey, come over to play some basketball and like, you know, cook some, we're going to cook some hamburgers. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. But like, I just kind of didn't want to go over there all the time. Cause it'd probably be like maybe the three guys that I know and eat some food, play some hoops. And then, but it was my birthday weekend. Yeah, I wanted to go out. I'm going to go sit on a patio somewhere. It was fantastic weather. I mean, mm-hmm. you couldn't beat it. Um, and the coronavirus is over. No. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so I wanted to do that. So anyways, my girlfriend's like, we'll stop over there for a little bit. We'll stop over for a little bit. I'm like, okay, whatever. And, uh, we go eat. And I said, look, if I'm going over here to play hoops, dude, I'm wearing what I want to wear. I want to wear a tank top. Like I want to just be relaxed dressed. but we went to this nice place to go have a, uh, uh, appetizer. So we end up leaving, going back into my friend's house and I changed clothes. Literally. I put on my university of Memphis, Derek Rose basketball Jersey. I put on my basketball shoes. Like I'm ready to hoop, you know? All right. Now me and these guys play horse uh, since it, yeah, it's barbecue attire, whatever. Right. I'm sitting there, pull up and I go, is that Kurt's car? Kurt's my old roommate. I'm like, Jeans and a button up. Right. I'm like, is that his car? <laughs> so next thing you know, I was like, I don't know if that's his car or not. Then I said, hey, man, is this Kurt's car? They said, no, no, no. Somebody down the road's having a party. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, next thing you know, these geniuses, the basketball court or his driveway was filled up with cars. There was no way to yeah. play basketball. So I was like, well, this is <laughs> odd. I was like, you're going to have to move this shit. I'm just going to move all these damn cars so we can hoop. Literally, and there's like 20 cars on the street. <laughs> so anyways, I walk back there. And next thing you know, it was a big surprise party. Uh, and I had no clue. I'm like, oh my God. And I'm like, so stupid. It still took me a minute <laughs> to like figure out what was going on. People are like, surprise. And I'm like, what for? <laughs> and then they're like, they're like, happy birthday. I'm like, oh, 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 shit. Okay. Oh my God. And I'm like, I'm wearing this, <laughs> you know, for my own surprise party, which was cool. Whatever. Then they said, hey, by the way, we have your cake. <laughs> so I went in and I got found the cake and it was great. Great birthday party, which was great. It was my first ever um, surprise party. Ah, yes. Nice. What a nice girlfriend awesome. of yours to orchestrate that. She did, man. She, she, she got in contact with a bunch of friends and friends of mine and was like, hey, look, man, she bought uh, hamburgers, hot dogs, wings. You know, homeboy cooked it. Her and this other girl went and decorated dude's backyard and stuff. I mean, they they hooked it up. Tell you, you know? what, man. It sounds like you got a pretty good uh, girlfriend on your hands here. I keep hearing about all these nice things she's doing for you. Right. What are you doing for her? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you're uh, building up credits here. <laughs> right, right. I'm going to have to cash in one day. <laughs> but it was, it was really cool and it was really thoughtful, I think, that that was the whole point. Because she said, like, she said, you know, it's hard to plan for, for me Yeah, because I do what I want. And I've kind of been single for, I don't want to say a long time, but even in kind of in relationships, <laughs> I kind of do what I want. For 40 years. Right. <laughs> but like, I just kind of do what I want. I'm not married. Sure. Don't, I don't have kids. So it's kind of like, I want to go do this. And if they yeah. say, well, I want to do, okay, well, cool it. So I don't, I don't want to say I'm selfish or any means, but it's just the way that I've been for such a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And I haven't had to have that type of responsibility. And so anyway, she was like, well, you're going to do whatever you want to do. And I understand that. And I realized that. But when she didn't say a word, nobody said a word. And then I would go back for a little bit. So when I found out about the cake initially that I was getting one, I called a bunch of friends of mine and I cussed like a dog. I can't believe this lady just ruined this for me. God, it sucks. Um, and they're like, don't tell your girlfriend, don't tell your girlfriend. Well, what was going on is everyone knew about the party. <laughs> everyone knew. So they all start contacting each other and they're like, he knows about the cake. He knows about the cake. Holy shit. Holy shit. 
So it ended up being like a huge thing, you know? And the fact that she didn't get it for me on that Friday was, and she lied about it, you know, saying, <laughs> uh, just made it even more believable. Like, well, fuck, I guess you didn't get the cake. Like, yeah, she's very crafty from what I understand. Very, uh, very good at it. Yeah. She was yeah. like, just as hard. She covered it up very well. Yeah. Once, once the secret was out, she had a plan B. Pretty much, but she didn't know the secret was out until everyone else found right. it. But, but they didn't. Quick. She's but, quick on her feet then. No, they didn't tell her about that. Though. Well, you mentioned something. I did, it. yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Right, and it was it was good. Good cake. It was fun. I took pictures of it. It was awesome. <laughs> I took pictures of it. It was great. You know, and it was fun. I just, you know, I, I enjoyed it. And like I said, it was just, you know, here's what's funny. It's just like the whole coronavirus shit. It just messes with your head saying you can't do this. You can't do that. You got to stay here. Got to do that. And a lot of it, and I don't, I don't want to get too crazy with it, but, you know, it, it, it's... a People missed weddings, man. You know what I'm saying? People had to cancel weddings. Uh, graduations. Graduations. Life had to just yeah. stop, yeah. you know? So I'm not really like just being selfish on my birthday, but still is. Yes, it was my birthday's one of these events that's going on, and it's a milestone birthday. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just the 40th. I mean, I had a birthday. I didn't give a shit. Like, whatever. Yeah, but I'm like, man, fuck, dude. It's like, ah. Next thing you know, it ended up being cool. I was like, wow. And yeah. I have a lot of different group of friends, Yes, you know? And... They were like, all right, how do you know this dude? Or who do you who do you know knows Lottie? And then they just set the word out, and next thing yeah. you know, they all showed up. I got word about it late, too late for me to change my schedule. I wish sure. I could have been there, buddy. Yeah. Uh, Saturday, you know, that's that's a big day in a restaurant, so right. I could not get out of it for the life of me. Mm -hmm. It's impossible for me to get out of work for anything, really, right. unless I'm going to the damn emergency room. <laughs> but... uh. <laughs> Uh, I wish I could have been there. Um, our buddy Pat told it, told me about it. Yeah, but uh, I'm glad you had a good time. Thanks. I'm glad I had a good surprise time parties. Too. Uh, can be interesting, you know, because sometimes you get it in your head that you're gonna do whatever they're lying to you to t to get you there. To right, do, and you're like get excited about doing that, and then like it's hard to be disappointed because like all your friends are there, but it's like, well, I kind of wanted to do that other thing. <laughs> right. And then like, I had a, 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 I'm sorry, but real quick, uh, Alexa threw a surprise party for me once. I don't know why it was like some, like my 32nd birthday or something. I don't <laughs> it know. Deserves a party. I was like, what? Who cares? And, uh, she was like, we'll go to the casinos, but we have to go by my house first and I got to get, you know, whatever it was. I don't remember change or something and uh so we go over there and like all my friends are there well not all my friends well a bunch of my friends are there and uh i was like oh shit you mean we're not going to the casino <laughs> <laughs> hey guys this is cool and all but i gotta go i was like oh no well all right all right fine i guess i'll hang out with all of you guys i love you guys we can hang out <laughs> well and the best part of mine is the i had three different people filming this thing yeah. And it was really cool. Somebody was filming from behind me. Oh, okay. And my girlfriend turns around to him and she's like, he has no clue. And then I had my old roommate. He was standing <laughs> behind where basically everyone's on the left-hand side behind the garage. Yeah. I come walking up the carport. And then, so he gets me and them all at the same time. And it was, it was really cool. Then he walks up and it was just, it was just cool because you don't, you know what I'm saying? Seeing it from a different point of view. Yeah, it's fun. But I look fresh as fuck, dude. I don't care if we got to play ball or not. I have my University of Memphis Adidas on. Then I had, I think, the big fat Adidas with the big <laughs> tongues. I had my University of Memphis Derrick Rose jersey, dude. I was, I was, I was ready to hoop. 
<laughs> I liked him. I said, so are we not playing basketball? So here? when are we going to play the basketball game? Man, y'all got to move these cars. I'm here. To, I'm here for on a mission. We'll, we'll eat cake and ice cream and shit tomorrow, dude. <laughs> Fucking let's go. You're ridiculous. I know, but it was fun, dude. I, 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 I was really like surprising and yeah, it was cool. It's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. When, uh, when are you, when are we going to see all these videos? Man, we can watch them now. <laughs> yeah, maybe after we're done here. Yeah, it is pretty good. Like they, they, they did well. They did well. So, um, yeah, I'm forty. Hey, I'm happy, man. I'm sorry I missed it. I wish I could have been there. If if I had had like a few more days' notice, I probably could have pulled well, it off. Well, and, and that's what everyone kept saying is, "I'm sorry I missed your party. I'm I'm sorry I missed your party." I'm like, dude, I didn't know shit about it. So, like, you know, yeah, you yeah. need to tell that to the person who invited you. Well, yeah, <laughs> I need like a week's notice to do anything. Me too. I me too. That's, I agree. That's like my schedule's too full. That's what I tell my mom. My mom calls me randomly. Do you want to go do this? I'm like, well, I kind of mm, I have a career. I can't, you know. I can't because of things that happened yesterday and things that are going to happen today. I can't just drop everything and go do things right. typically. Right. Bo, have you ever had a uh, surprise party? I have not. You need to get one. Well, sounds like sounds like a fun build up to it, though. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things that take place behind scenes. I would advise you having one for your kids or kid. Yeah, that'd be fun, wouldn't it? Fun they would, for a they kid. would like it. Yeah. Because the look, honestly, the look on your face, is that's what's worth it. It's like, did you put in all this hard work and all this stuff just to be like, damn, man. And the whole time I'm like, holy shit. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, I can't it, believe, like, you know. It, it really does make you appreciate, like, you kind of find out who your real friends are. Yeah, yeah. It's people that actually show up. I remember Jeff did say he didn't go. So. I did not go. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could have. I'm sorry. That's no, good. I'll it's never good. live it down. But it's cool. I mean, a lot of people got to meet people they never met before. And yeah, they may cool. see they may see someone who likes a comment on my so like I've seen you on his social media or something before. Hey, how you doing? That was really cool. You know? I really wish I could have been there, man. Well, it's cool, man. We'll pull a party again tonight, dude. Tomorrow. I don't yeah. Care. Every day can be a birthday, you know. <laughs> We're gonna age significantly. Don't tell nobody, but I didn't get my ID changed yet. So if I go out drinking, don't tell them that's my birthday. Your ID changed. <laughs> yeah, it expires. I'm oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can fucking do that over the internet, fool. I think you can, yeah. But they said with the coronavirus, you get like a two-month leeway or whatever. Yeah. So that's why I didn't care. I was like, eh, the hell with it. You just reminded me. I haven't put the new sticker on my tags. They're like two months expired. <laughs> right. <laughs> Nobody's messing with people right now. I should probably do that today. <laughs> yeah, you should do it. Definitely. <laughs> I have the sticker. I just have to put it on. Anyway, <laughs> let's see. Have you guys seen or done anything else NBA related this week? I saw Brian Shaw is going to be the coach for the G League Select team. Oh, cool. Head coach. Okay. Is he the right guy? Brian Shaw. He wanted that Lakers job. I remember that. Yeah. He was an assistant. For Phil Jackson, is that right? Yep. Okay, interesting. Is he a teacher? Is he like a guy that can mold young minds? I don't know. That'll be interesting. I like. I want to know who else is on that coaching staff. Bo, do you have any other information on that? Uh, That's the first time I'm hearing of it. Shams tweeted it. Let me see if there's any follow-up to it. Okay. No, I haven't. I don't. The tweet is pretty just, vague. I, I didn't. It's just. I just uh, saw yeah. it just a, yeah. a little bit ago. It's just a like a news drop. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Uh, hmm. I might look into 
Brian Shaw's history, NBA history, uh, coaching history. Like, does he have degrees? Uh, what are they in? I'll, I'll look into that. Who, Brian Shaw? Yeah. He was an assistant on the Lakers from 2003 to 2011. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then Pacers assistant coach from 11 to 13. Then on the Nuggets bench. And then he was Luke Walton's associate head coach when Luke Walton started coaching. Okay. So there. So. Yeah. I wonder what his educational background is that qualifies him to coach Phil a bunch Jack- of high school Phil kids. Jackson. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, good for Brian Shaw though. Yeah, that's cool. That's going to get a lot of coverage. Some guys deserve to like get moved up, you know. Yeah, well, I think he thought he was going to be the Lakers coach. Yeah, he was when, pissed. Yeah, I think so. But good for him. There we. That's that's NBA news, I suppose. Laddie, do you have anything? No, just kind of like when they're talking about when they're trying to get back. They looked at okay. We can do that. We can get into that, and then we'll probably just get out of here. They, lo- they looked at it. It says small market teams urging NBA to include entire league in restart. So they're saying that, like, they have no clue what's going on, number one. Number two, they want all 30 teams to go and play. And they're talking about basically Orlando's word that's going to be going on. Uh-huh. And then um, the small market teams want to be on there so they can get money from TV, all that kind of jazz. Yeah, they have going. to play that certain amount. So what is it, 71 games? Right. But they're saying the NBA is looking to invite only 22 teams to mm-hmm. restart the season in j- late July. And they said the 31st, but I don't know if that's being able to meet, play, practice, whatever, but that's what they're looking at. It says that they, they're looking on 22 teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, all three-fourths majority of the 30 teams is required for a plan's passage, but owners expect unanimous support for whatever form the NBA's final proposal takes place. Right. So what I've seen along those lines is that Thursday, this Thursday, the NBA is planning a vote of the league's board of governors um, with owners expected to approve Commissioner Adam Silver's recommendation on a format to restart the season in Orlando, Florida. So that's Thursday. So next week we can come back and talk about that, what happened. There's growing support for a plan to bring 22 teams to Disney, to Disney's ESPN Wide World of Sports Complex in July. So that's next month. So that would give, so if they approve this next week, like they got to go into training camp. They got to get these guys back into shape, basketball form shape immediately. Right. So that could be within the next, let's say, week and a half, two weeks. That could be players showing up to training, uh, training camps. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know if that what they're talking about is in July they start training camp or if if they start training camps here in June. I'm not sure. I also read that the format would likely include regular season and play-in games to compete for playoff berths in both Eastern and Western conferences. So what you would have is in 22 teams, you would the only teams that are within six games of the final playoff spot in each conference would be in the East, it's only Washington. They're within six games of the playoffs in the East. It's the only team. So Washington would have like a, play regular season and play in games and the West, it's a little more tight. 
So we know Memphis is in the eighth spot, but behind Memphis, it's New Orleans, Phoenix, Portland, Sacramento, and San Antonio. So, yeah, Memphis hopefully doesn't lose a playoff spot, but I don't know. I had a wild thought the other day. Why don't they, I mean, this may seem too obvious or too simple or too plain. Why don't they just finish the fucking season? (laughs) It's too easy. They've played 65 games. What is that? 17. 75, 17 more games. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's but so I will say it's on average seventeen more games. What's what's the fucking problem here? Well, I think I got your answer. It says what says if the NBA ends up settling on a twenty-two team format, at least some of the remaining eight teams will push for some sort or form of training camp over the summer. Franchises fear being apart from their players for as long as eight or nine months. Okay, let's we okay. Let's finish the fucking season like normally. And if your team doesn't want to play, you can opt out of the schedule. Right. And that schedule can be readjusted easily. Like it can be rebuilt based on what it was already at. So you just kind of take the teams that opt out out and readjust to that. It can be done. Those teams are forfeiting revenue then. You're opting out of the playoffs. You're forfeiting revenue. All right. Once the regular season is done, and the playoffs start, who cares? Like y'all can do whatever you want. Right. If you're right. out, you're out. Yeah. Like do whatever. Who cares? I don't. I don't understand why there has to be like this play-in shit. Yeah. I don't know. It makes sense, but it just seems so overly complicated. Like, and it's kind of. A kick into the ass of teams that have earned those playoff spots. In the in the East, it's obviously not as important because there's such a wide gap between the good teams and the bad teams. But in the West, it's so tight. There's so many good teams. So many good teams. Like there's really only like two really bad teams, and I'm not counting Golden State as a bad team. There's really only one or two bad teams in the West. You have Phoenix. And like, who else is not a playoff contender? Well, but, it's, it's it says. But what's the problem with finishing yeah. out the season? Why can't we finish out the season? Like, I think all the damn teams should have to play. Really, like, make them all play, finish the fucking season, and then we go to the playoffs, and then we have an off season. What, however long it has to be, a month, whatever, and then you start the season up. And you just scale it back year after year to try to get it back on the track to wherever you want it to be. Like, whatever you want the beginning of the season to be, have that be the beginning of your season. But, you know, scale things back to where you can eventually get to that. Like, so you scale down the offseason or you scale down whatever well, it takes. Or you even change the opening and opening game day. That's what I mean. Like, because I mean, pick a, oh, yeah. you pick a new opening game yeah. day and. Maybe it takes three or four years to get to it, but you just scale back a couple weeks or a few weeks every year until you get it to where you want it to be. Well, shit, if it says October, why don't you just start in December? Yeah, but if they play 17 more games, they're not going to be able to restart in December. If they play 17 games, they're going to do the playoffs. But maybe they can start in January. Yeah. And then over the next couple of years, scale back the startup date till it gets to where they actually want it to be on Christmas is what, what I've heard. 
What about what they? That's what they want. What about Bo? What about this? What if they went from eighty-two games to sixty-two games? I don't want to change. I don't look. Bo can answer. I'm going to answer first. I don't want to fuck with the goddamn games. <laughs> games. I don't want to change the schedule. I don't want to change the number of games. I want that to be firmly known. Bo, what do you think? I I think revenue is going to be down this way, even if you include all the teams, and they sh- they're probably trying to minimize exposure by keeping Atlanta Hawks out, uh, or for example, and you know we're not going to get 82 games this season. Let's just try and get a champion. And hopefully they can do a a full season next year. That's how so, I see it. So on their plan, it currently would include regular season games and play-in games. Mm-hmm. So how many regular season games do you think they play then? Well, if it's not seventeen, to, then how many is it? They'd want to get to the seventy-two mark. Or so six, so seven, six, seven games. Eight, eight games. Seven, six, seven, eight games, depending on well, what the teams bad. are at. Okay, so it's like half. So it's like a preseason kind of. Yeah. Satisf- satisfies the TV contracts for most of the teams. Am I crazy thinking that it would just be the same just to play all the games? I don't think there's a. I don't think there's time for that. I think they want to. Why not though? Right? Who's fucking saying that there's not time? Like, like why isn't there time to do? Like, what's the fucking hold up? (laughs) Is it because of what happens in college basketball and recruiting? Uh, What's like, what, like, why is there a time? It could, it could be, that could be part of it. I didn't even think about that. (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot going on. There's a lot to absorb. There's a lot of factors. I get that. But I say, you're the NBA. (laughs) There's probably not going to be college basketball this fall. Or whatever they start in November, typically, I guess probably not even going to happen. When's the when's the when's the NBA draft? Uh, it's usually right July, after right? The playoffs, yeah, July or August, some okay. kind of July, I think. So I if you push everything, I don't have it all in front of me. Okay, <laughs> okay, because then every all that's postponed because the kids would be out from I'd say they basically end in April, right? April's the national championship, like April second, mm-hmm. so they'd be out till. July, August, August, September would probably be the new draft. There's just a lot of moving parts, man. But I, I agree. I mean, just go ahead and just either either shorten the season or play it all out and then go to playoffs and basically just have a shorter off season. Game's over. Yeah. That's it. You know, still have the draft when the draft normally would be done and then just have a shorter off season. Well, you know what? I don't know what they're going to do. It looks like this is the plan to have a few regular season games, play-in games, which may count towards regular season games. Right. And then have the just a normal East-West playoffs. I don't know. I, I, I don't like fucking with formats too much. I don't like the idea of changing things that have been done for 50 years or whatever. Right. You know, we've had 82 games for how long? That's a Forever. good question. Yeah. But, why, like, that kind of... Like the seventy-three win season carries weight. The Bulls' seventy-two season win season carries weight because it's all based around eighty-two games. I, I, I don't. I'm not. I'm just not a fan of changing. Like, why change something just to change it? Like uh, the, the the revenue that the NBA makes. You think the owners? Want, I don't think the owners want a shortened season. No. 
1967, 82 games. Okay. That's a long fucking time. Like, why would you just change that? For over 50 years. So the reason why I asked you that is because, I mean, regardless what it is, but baseball came out the other day and they said, would y'all think about playing 112 games rather than 162? Now, granted, it's a whole different sport, whole different everything. But what they were saying, because you haven't... That is a really long season. It's though. a oh, Of course, of course. But still, same thing. Revenue, money, all that kind of jazz, TV. But they were just saying, what if we shorten the season to get back on t on track for next year. That's what they were thinking about. Well, if you're about. doing it one time, I understand. Right. But right. I wouldn't want to see the MLB change their season for good, their season uh, games for good, because that changes the production of the players. It, all of a sudden, right. you have pitchers playing, pitching more games. Yeah, it's true. Uh, because their games are more spaced out, probably. I would assume. So they can start maybe two games a week instead of one. I don't know how many games a week a pitcher plays, but they, they they're in rotation every four games. Yeah. And they play four games in a week. Yeah, say once a week probably. At least. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't know enough about baseball schedules to speak on it really. Right. And so But I think it would affect stats and it would affect production if you shorten a season. Right. I think it starts in baseball starts in March. I think March. Unless they're, oh, well, I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't affect it. March, April. I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. I, I just think that. Yeah, baseball, what's their deal? They have an issue with the um, player-owner agreement? Yeah. Is that the deal? Player, players just want too much money, and people, some people are saying, well, I'm not playing if I'm going to yeah. not get paid. Like, they should be playing in empty stadiums. Yes. They, yes. they are dragging this shit out. It almost looks like everybody's kind of waiting to see what the NBA does. Like, I, honestly, like, they don't want to be the first ones back. They want the NBA to fucking do it. Because the NBA is the smartest league in the whole entire world. Yeah, but it's so much physical contact, too. <laughs> like, I mean. Yeah, but it's a smaller. Right. It's but, not a football team. But you would think if you're foot baseball, least amount of contact. Yeah, I think baseball is just so worried about their image that they don't want to be the first ones to Dude, start their, playing. Their, their image got fucked when the strike happened. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, like, honestly, I think I think the the MLB is. I think they're waiting for somebody else to do it, like to start uh, playing games. And then if it goes wrong, they can point fingers. They are not the first ones. The MLB is so fucking screwy. They don't let people use their footage on social media or anything to grow the league. Like, you look, how much shit do you see on that social media with the NBA? There's tons of it. Because yeah. the NBA doesn't crack down on, like, licensing of videos and footage and stuff. But how much do you see on the MLB? Wow. I didn't think about that. None. Because they're such tightwads. Mm. And they're so worried about their image. They don't allow it at all. The, uh, the MLB is a weird organization. They, they need to get with the times. Yeah, they do. They, they, I think they're waiting for the NBA to be the first ones to do it so they're not at blame for if it goes terribly wrong. Yeah, for sure. Well, I, and yeah, it could been, easily. What? I, I've been really searching high and wide for a Bartolo Colon mixtape video. <laughs> uh huh. Him doing him crossing over batters. <laughs> I'm saying they don't let their footage out. It's because they can't make money off of it. They're just not in tune with uh, 
social media at all. Yeah. And that's how you grow your sport. I mean, that's why the NBA is so widely successful is because they just, they let anybody do anything, You're which right. is great. <laughs> it's great for the league. It gets awareness out. It gets excitement built. Yeah, they proposed a 114-game season. Season yeah. and player opt out. <laughs> wow. That's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yeah, guys aren't going to be playing. Big money guys can opt out. Is that what you're saying? I think so. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, MLB's got some. It, I don't know. It, it's it's a fucked up league in the first place because you can have a quarter of a billion dollar salary playing against a fucking thirty five million dollar salary team. They said it would begin June thirtieth in October thirty first, and the postseason would take place through November. The no cap. It's the worst thing in the MLB. Yeah. Like, there's no reason for you not to just spend all the money you can afford. To. Check this. It says, other key parts of the plan include every player having the right to opt out of participating. Uh-huh. Um, it says, with those who are deemed high risk receiving salary and others receiving only service time and salary deferral plan in the event that the postseason is canceled due to another wave of cor- COVID-19. The proposal calls for two years of expanded playoffs and for the players to receive a $100 million advance during the second spring training. Whatever. This get playing. Look, we talked about it last week. I think the whole NASCAR thing was good. I think the whole golf thing was good. Mm. And then, you know, the state of Texas came out and they said, we're going to open up live sporting events to people, 25% capacity. So if you start with that, in which they probably should have, honestly, with golf to a point, but you let only X amount of people go in there to, with the golf, you go check that out. Then you kind of do a little bit more research, you know, then maybe can, can figure it out. But Could you let 5,000 people go into the FedEx form for a game? No. Bo, what do you think? You have to ask Mayor Strickland, but <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think it's a good idea right now, but... You know, you could probably pull off a baseball game or something outdoors. Right. Yeah. 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 I, I think outdoor venues is where it's at right now. 5,000 might be a bit much. I but think, what if it's, what if you sell like 200 tickets, but the tickets are like five grand a piece? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody going then. Uh-huh. Be like, you get some. You get some people that'd be like, yeah, I went to the game. <laughs> I'm a baller. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks later, you're like, <clears throat> I went to the game. <clears throat> I went to the game. I don't know. Bring some hand sanitizer. Yeah. I, dude, I think they need to... St- <laughs> Here's the deal. I just don't... I get what you're saying about things and how, like, the baseball doesn't want that. Dude, just someone's got to start it, man. Yeah. I think someone's got to start it. Yeah, I think everybody's just waiting for the NBA to do it. Right. Let them do it because you're in the middle of the season. That's so let them just go do it. There's no reason the MLB should be dragging their feet on this man. except for the fact that they're waiting for somebody else to do it. I don't know if I'm wrong. Call. 901-300-6575. Let me know why I'm wrong. And leave the dirtiest message you can think of. <laughs> I'm interested. Like, I want to hear other people's opinions. That's why we started the House of Hoops hotline. That is why. I want to hear from other people. I really do. Yeah. I don't know. I think they should Nobody emailed us. Like, <laughs> emails. <laughs> emails probably a dead... Uh, I don't know who's emailing. Is it easier just to call and leave a message? Uh, 
me and Bo used to call uh, a podcast that we used to listen to. We used to call it. Uh, they had a phone number you could call. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> Bo would call in the middle of the night and leave hilarious messages. I think they played a couple of them. I think they did. They didn't um, have anybody else calling them. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of where we got this whole di- idea to do a uh, basketball podcast was by listening to those guys. It was uh, Tass and Skeets, the Basketball Jones. <laughs> Back in the day, this is... God, Bo, what was that, like the early 2000s? It was like 07, 08. Oh, wow. I thought it was earlier than that. That was when we first started talking about doing a podcast. It just we never waited until the market was saturated. Super saturated, but that's okay. Uh, neither of us were in a place where we could really do it. I wasn't. I couldn't even afford one of these microphones. <laughs> I'm happy we're doing it now. Absolutely. Yeah. This is uh, this has been fun. I don't know how much we have left for today. Let's see. Last week, uh, something I forgot to talk about, and this might be a little frightening <laughs> for you to hear, laddie. What's that? So I went to Southland Casino. <laughs> Do you know about that? I knew, I knew you, I knew you went. <laughs> you knew I went. Oh my god! Well, you sent that picture. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, I knew, I knew that he didn't just pull that off WREG's website. We went, <laughs> we went in the middle of the night, so it was late. It was like a late night. So, so all the coronavirus was in the air. Well, sweet, thank you. The line wasn't there. wasn't like a line to get in. I guess right now there's like a line typically to get in. But um, they took my temperature before I went in, right? And they let me in. I'm going to take your temperature now, actually, just to make sure. And uh, this was like two weeks ago. So oh. I think we're good. But I was really careful. Like, I washed my hands. Multiple they had sanitizer times. everywhere. They said they were going around and wiping every machine down every hour. There was people fucking working everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Like, it looked like they were making an effort. Everybody had to wear a mask. I saw some people with questionable mask-wearing <laughs> habits. Where they just have it over their mouth and not over their nose? I saw one person with it like tucked into between their nose and mouth like a mustache. Nice. <laughs> I don't know what that was for. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. Um, I just saw some weird shit, but I wasn't super concerned. Uh, they don't have live dealers. Everything's... Because if you know anything about that casino, everything was automated in the first place. Yeah. And then just recently, in the last year, they started bringing in, like, live dealers, table games. So... How was it? It was okay. I lost. <laughs> well, that was my next question. Did you win? Is I didn't win <laughs> shit. Kind of bummed I went. And, and because I went so late, I wasn't... The sports book was closed, so I couldn't do anything with my tickets. That was what I was really wanted to know, oh, like, what yeah. was going to happen with my sports bets. Because I have a few from that casino. I wasn't able to figure anything out on that. Um, I probably won't be going back soon. That was kind of like a spur of the moment. Like, mm, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was it was probably the worst decision making I've made during this whole pandemic. I don't know, man. There's probably more people downtown protesting than there was at Southland. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, well, that's great. Um, (laughs) 
I, I, I was thinking about going. I've got I've got like seventy dollars worth of free play over there. Okay. And I was like, man, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. And then Coronaville happened, and I was like, shit. That ain't gonna last very long down there. No, it's not. I think it's usually just for slots. You just put it in the slot machine and just kind of roll with it. But shit, man. I was kind of wanting to go, to be honest with you, myself. So, Yeah, I mean, that's just part of we were living our lives doing things that we like to do. And then all of a sudden it was just <laughs> a thousand miles an hour to zero. It's like I miss, I miss some things from my life, mainly basketball. Yeah. I don't want to be insensitive or anything, but I sure do miss hoops. I went back and listened to one of our episodes that we did when basketball was going on. And I was like, man, we didn't realize how good we had it, man. That was a lot of fun. It like made me, I just can't wait till we have basketball back. I just love watching games and seeing what happens with all of the characters in the games and whatnot, you know. I just, I don't know. Just really getting antsy. I see a little bit of a light at the end of the tunnel, and I get a little antsy, you know. Dude, that's exactly how I am. <laughs> exactly how I am. Real quick, I just found this online real quick for tonight. Just We have a curfew, you know, at 10 o'clock here all right. for all this. But online it says this. Call to action, June 1st, 2020, 7 p.m., the rolling bridge blockade. Get in your cars, turn on your flashers, roll slow, real slow. Block the bridge Play on repeat until 10 p.m. And basically what they want to do is they want to shut down 40, the bridge, going okay. from Memphis to Arkansas. Sounds 40. like a nonviolent protest. Right. You know, I don't want to be stuck in the middle of that thing if it goes haywire. Right. But that's what it looks yeah. like. That's what it looks like is going on is what they're, tr- that they're trying to do right now. Someone just sent this out. It says shared, whatever. Um, New bridge or old bridge? The, oh, the, it says all eyes on the Memphis bridge tonight. I'm sure it's the new bridge. Yeah, it's the new one. Yeah, so I think that yeah that, that they just want to get you know get seen, get heard, get all that. So you know that's going on as well. Just trying to be careful out there. I'd hate to be a truck driver trying to get across that. I, I guess they usually go over the old bridge. So, well, at least they have a reason to be late. You ain't making no money being late. <laughs> I mean, we gonna do truck drivers? They make money by the mile, by time. Right. So. They better call. Hey, uh, guys, I'm in my uh, tough. Yeah, tough. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, that'll draw some attention, I guess. For sure. I get it. I get. I understand why it's why these things happen. I uh, personally would prefer to see nonviolent protesting. I feel like you get a lot further. You get a lot more support from people outside of the protest if it's a nonviolent. I feel like other, it's easier for people to get behind it. Mm-hmm. As yeah. far as governors and mayors and whatnot, and police, other police, you know, it's easier to support that. Um, guys, I think, I think we we had a good show today. I I enjoyed talking to you guys, Laddie, Bo. Yes. Yeah. I thought we had a good conversation. I really enjoyed. This. I really enjoyed it. I want to thank anybody for listening. I want to give the number, give the phone number. I just, that's all I want. One more time. Yeah. I want people to call, call us, call us. We'll play it on the air. Um, it's nine Oh one three zero zero six five seven five. And, um, this one, 
This one goes out to the NBA. Thanks, guys. It's been seven hours and fifteen days since you took your love away. I go. Your love Since you've been gone I-